0: Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is K Today with Jack and Friends on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All
1: right, greetings. Welcome in on a Wednesday morning, February 28th, 2024. Since it's leap year, this is the penultimate day of February. Yes. Yes. One more day of the worst month
2: of the year. One day more.
1: And uh you know, uh Mother Nature helping us remind, help remind us this morning why we don't like February. Or at least I don't like uh like February. Again the uh the short-term blast of uh winter has a few more hours left for us this morning. Uh waking up this morning back down to almost the single digits. We are at 10 degrees. Right now, wind chill below zero. So dumb. Maybe for the final few minutes, final hour of uh, winter 2023, 2024. I would say that's probably the case. Probably the case. And it's been a while since we've had it, but that's probably the case because, you know, despite as uh, cold and windy as it's been, going to see some sh- sunshine today. Uh, going to see 41 degrees. Uh, you know, this happens in the middle of winter, and it's looking pretty good, actually. So uh, that's what we've got today, back into the 60s, Thursday, back into the 70s, Saturday and Sunday. And then it looks like next week we're going to kind of settle in into a pattern where we're in the uh, in the 50s, uh, which is pretty normal for for this time of year. The one thing that is present in every day of the forecast going forward, Wind, wind Uh Uh and gusts uh, above 25 miles an hour. It looks like pretty much every day, maybe by the middle of next week, that calms down a little bit. But that is going to be the reality. No matter what the temperature is, uh, you're going to have a lot of wind going on most of the time outside here in the capital city. All right. So that's what we got going on outside. Bundle up this morning, or don't, whatever. Uh, It's not going to last very long, and you probably can handle just a little bit if you're not outside all that much. Uh, Coming up on the show today, it is a Wednesday. What does that mean? Well, a couple of things. Officer Chad will be in here uh, before the end of this hour after the sound off. Do Lincoln Crime Stoppers with him and what we call Talk with a Cop. we got big police news we're going to get you here in a second. Also coming up. During the 7 o'clock hour, 710, it is Wednesday. That means it is What Chaps Your Hide Wednesday. And so uh, you know the drill by now. If you've been listening, text in whatever is chapping your hide today to 402-479-1400. Facebook page is uh, usable too, facebook.com slash LNK today. And we will open the phones up for you at 710 if we... uh and if we uh, don't even get to them all during 7 well, we can bring it back during 8-10 as well because we have that open today as well. And then 8-35 is going to be John Bishop, who is joining us. We'll talk to him what's uh, about what's going on here in the uh, probably in the uh, basketball world as Nebraska draws closer to their first NCAA tournament win. Uh, excuse me, NCAA tournament participation invitation for a decade. Maybe, fingers crossed, their first NCAA win in the program's history. So that's what we've got coming up for you this morning. As I said, uh, big news regarding Lincoln Police Department. We, uh, we talked about yesterday about the Lincoln Journal Star report that there had been sources indicating uh-huh. to them that this would happen. So they had the story yesterday morning, but yesterday it was confirmed. Uh, Acting Lincoln Police Chief Mishan Morrow nominated to hold the position permanently. Uh, The mayor announces it yesterday. She said, uh, among the things the mayor had to say uh, is as follows, quote, I prioritize selecting someone who is an experienced, trusted leader, uh, she said. And uh, then she also talked about um, the things that she was looking for in a a police chief and said during the time that she was the uh, interim police chief, she said, The mayor said that Morrow checked all the boxes and then some. Uh, She said she's pleased to announce that she's nominating Mishan Morrow as LPD's next police chief. As acting chief, she has led the department for the past seven months with the same qualities that have been the hallmark for 29 years of service at LPD. She's experienced, compassionate, collaborative, resolute, strong, and skilled at building relationships that are at the heart of a thriving police department and community. Morrow said uh, she will... Look at four priority pillows, p- pillows, pillars uh, that the LPD will use under her leadership as they move forward: recruitment, retention, resiliency, and respect. So, what happens next? The Lincoln City Council has the job to approve this nomination. And uh, if uh, they they approve it, she will go forward at this. First reading of the nomination will be March 11th, followed by a second reading and vote on March 18th. And if the nomination is approved, which I expect it to be, uh, she will then officially become Lincoln's next police chief on March 19th. So sometime next month, she would shed the interim tag if the Lincoln City Council votes to keep her in that position. Um, you know, interesting in this, you you always kind of wondered, I, I, I guess not even wondered, kind of assumed at least I did that this was a bit of a tryout for Morrow when LPD did not immediately say hey, or excuse me, when the mayor did not immediately start a nationwide search for the next police police chief that looked like the one prior. Where you had candidates from all over the country, mm-hmm. which resulted eventually in the hiring in tracy Ewins, Um we all know the story with that then um, some kind of a a mutual decision or i don 't even i, don't, I still don 't know exactly what what the uh what the actual designation of what happened was in that scenario, but uh, she abruptly left that was actually last summer. And so Mara has been in that position since that time. So it's been not quite a year that she's been there. But as I said, when you didn't conduct a search during that time, you never got going with this. You had a feeling that this was on the table and something at least where I guess maybe the mayor wanted to say, all right, maybe, maybe going within ranks right now mm-hmm. makes some sense for whatever reason you can imagine. There are some reasons for that. So let's see if this is a possibility. Let's uh, have her do the job and go from there. And uh, apparently did what needed to happen to make the uh, mayor comfortable in making that position permanent. So
2: I'm still I'm wondering, and maybe it's because they had just done a search. but, But before making this recommendation that they didn't do another search, but Morrow was right at the top of the list. Right. that they, that they didn 't just put out put out feelers for another search to see who was out there, not saying that that this is the wrong decision at all, but the fact that you had a big national search previously right. and then to go we 're going to completely do a different process now on this well, next one
1: I think that might be indi- indicative to you that the result was not one yeah that, i yeah, mean I can see that i, I mean i don 't think i'm probably anybody is disagreeing with me when we say that the last Search the way that it ended up didn't, you know, it just didn't work, right? It literally didn't work. She's gone after a, I mean, this was, I don't remember how many months she ended up being in the position, but it wasn't a, a particularly long time. I suppose it was over a year, but it wasn't a particularly long time. So I don't think anyone was happy probably with how that went. And again, I can tell you anecdotally that during that time, I think there were some, probably some morale issues related to that decision uh-huh. uh, with within Lincoln Police Department. I, I don't know if it existed everywhere, but I can tell you again, anecdotally, uh, I mean, I can tell you anecdotally, honestly, from an LPD perspective, from a media perspective, from several perspectives, there were a lot of frustrated people with how things were going during that period of time, so... Yeah, that probably weighed in the decision to go about this a little bit differently and maybe consider more seriously someone that you felt that you knew better and had a better handle on the culture of LPD and the culture of Lincoln, Nebraska.
2: Well, like you said yesterday, there's there's a lot to be said about understanding the community and understanding what's going on locally in yeah. this position before you get here. Right. Yeah. Uh for sure. And Marlo's
1: been doing this She's been doing this since 1995. Yeah, it's not like Holy oh, cow.
2: it's not like she's been here 2 years type no. of a thing.
1: No. 1995, <laughs> uh she's been doing this job since since I was a uh, since I was a junior in high school. Uh she's been doing this uh, at Little Lincoln Police Department. Actually started Started with an internship while she was, I believe I read that, started with an internship while she was at Nebraska Wesleyan. Um, Yeah, while attending Nebraska Wesleyan in the Victim Assistance Unit, or what is now the Victim Assistance Unit, so.
2: Since I was in kindergarten in Dodge.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Northeast Nebraska. There you go. There (laughs) you go. So, anyway, uh, we will uh, wait for the city council to make that official, which, like I said, I, I pretty much expect that they will. Uh... Ernie Chambers is running it
2: back. On. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if he was ever going to try that again. After he I came mean, I think everyone term limits I think was out.
1: Everyone thought there was a chance. Yeah, uh, like everyone thought there there was a chance, and so
2: with Chambers, there's always a chance, right? Now
1: it is it is interesting because uh, Senator McKinney that's his that's a senator right now that is occupying the spot. Um, I saw he was putting out a list of his accomplishments yesterday. And I don't know. I don't know that he's ready. I don't know that he's ready to cede the uh, cede the seat to uh, to the senator, the longtime longtime senator uh-huh. from North Omaha. So maybe that will be interesting. But I, I mean, I'm not sure how. I'm not sure how anybody beats Chambers in a in a election in that district, given his track record of winning elections there but who knows maybe i don't i wouldn't claim well, to know i wouldn't claim to know the details of how the electorate in that district has possibly changed so
2: well you know, how, how do you beat the guy that the unicameral set up term limits specifically right. yes. for yeah
1: right <laughs> exactly. like, that, that's what it is yeah and this is his uh this is for his his forever uh you know revenge for term limits is that not once but potentially now twice he will take a take a term off, come back, serve it out, take the term off, and then you know if you would make it again, who who knows?
2: Four on serve, two off, serve
1: it out, right, <laughs> right, eight on. Oh well, yeah, yes, uh, eight eight years on, four years off, right? Yeah, yeah, basically. So that would be something. That would be something. Now there are plenty of people who have um, plenty of people. I don't have to tell anyone this. There are plenty of people who would have reasons they would uh, not not support that, but I do. Here's one prediction, though. One thing I don't think you'll hear as much on him is what you're hearing about the uh, presidential candidates who are of the same generation as him. Probably now. I guess, I guess I haven't heard him for four years, but I I strongly suspect that isn't right. Uh, isn't going to be as much of an issue. I
2: mean, uh, yeah, e- e- even four years ago comparing to your likely race in the the presidential race, Ernie Chambers has always been quick. Uh yeah,
1: w- and very quick but yet very deliberate yes. at what he said like you, he doesn't, you know, you may not like what he says but he doesn't misspeak.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so at least he hasn't. So I there just you want go. I just want more Colby. That be, that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. Uh, and then I haven't seen this in person, but Channel 8 got some of the video of this. Has anyone seen the tree that fell at 27th and Van Dorn? It is massive. It is huge. Uh, apparently, it happened yesterday. Knocked out a traffic light as well when it went on. Oh. Uh, they got it taken care of by the evening, but.
2: Oh, my God, that thing. <laughs>
1: I'm telling you, whoa, yeah, play the video. It is, it, and it's not even the whole tree, it's it looks like it split the trunk in half. But you know, that that area of town has got the biggest, oldest trees in it, uh, of the entire city, yeah, that's right not- in central Lincoln. I used to live, I didn't, I, I used to live over there at about 33rd and south, 33rd and Van Dorn, and the trees there just like this massive old tree canopy i can't imagine it's amazing that there was not more property damage or or injury when that thing like went that's down. a thick it's, tree it is huge yeah absolutely giant old tree uh and then uh the then the other thing i wanted to touch on we now know I don't think there was much doubt about this, but we now know the official candidates on the presidential ballot when Nebraska finally has its primary in May, after everyone else has had their say. Pretty much, Uh, the secretary, evidently, the secretary of state just certifies unilaterally his decision or or picks essentially who's Uh going to be on on the ballot. So, I mean, nothing particularly surprising. Haley. Donald Trump, Perry Johnson on by petition for the Republican Party, uh, Democratic Party, Biden, Dean Phillips, uh, Libertarian Party. Libertarian Party, though, this is the race that we've not been covering, Caleb, enough. There are six candidates on the Libertarian ballot in, the, in, the, in the, for the Libertarians who are voting in the primary. So Wait, here, you got to... Oh,
2: here's the question. They've okay.
1: they not been dropping out like the Republicans have.
2: So... There will be six there. And I realize that there's different races. Will Nebraska Democrats have six candidates up for statewide races in uh, November?
1: Coming up in November. That's a good question. <laughs> six libertarians running for uh, president. And, you know, congrats if you can name one of them uh, Charles uh, Ballet, Jacob Hornberger, Lars Mapstead, Chase Russell Oliver, Michael Rechtenwald, and Mike Termot. Sounds like a good Dutch guy. Uh, the Libertarian Party's there. so And no recognized candidates, by the way, for the Legal Marijuana Now Party. So,
2: Boo! Get it together, so Legal Marijuana probably gonna Party need to now. Be a, Probably going to
1: need to be a major upset with a writing campaign in November uh, or to to actually get there, take over that presidency, as we all expect, eventually will happen uh, for the Legal Marijuana Now Party.
2: No one available from a vape shop?
1: Uh, <laughs> Can't roll someone not. out there? Apparently not. Apparently not. Uh, all right. So there you go. Uh, boy, another night with no basketball tonight. These the long gaps are starting to kill me, Caleb. I know.
2: It, 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 you get to the end of the year, and and women's basketball is in the middle of a, a week off. Men's basketball, uh, they're not going until tomorrow, right? And, and then, then they'll, they'll get a week off. Well, and then they'll go against Sunday. After, yeah, but they'll get a week off yeah, after, yeah, after that, yeah, at, yeah after, after the weekend, yeah. So, so they'll get some time off there. But what we do have. State girls basketball That's true. starts today. Why did I forget that? A little yes. bit of Lincoln flavor over at PBA later on today. That's true.
1: We got it, got it going on. Uh, so only now, because of the new. So I've got to remind myself how this works now. Only two venues, right? Two venues: Pinnacle two. Bank
2: Arena and Bob Devaney Sports Center. So they don't use the high schools for these first rounds. Okay. I believe they still do when you get to that third place game in the lower classes. A, C two and D two going today.
1: That's right. They don't even all go today. I need to remember, I need to get used back used to this. So, once to, again, w- so, which
2: means because you have class A going today, North Star gets Millard North at three fifteen. Southwest and Southeast facing off in that quarterfinal round. Okay, six o'clock today at Pinnacle Bank Arena.
1: Waverly at three fifteen. Beatrice and Norris go at seven forty-five tonight. Lincoln Christian. Nope. 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 That's class B. Yep. That's tomorrow.
2: Yep. But A C two D two today. B C one yes. D one tomorrow. Okay.
1: So just those class A schools. Yep. From the Lincoln area. All right. I know that. That's Fact the- check. I know. I. I know they did it this way last year, but I've got decades of experience of them doing it. Yes. The other way, and so. It is going to be hard to get through my thick skull.
2: This is still well, and then you even go a couple of years back, and they did boys and girls over the yes, same week, there was and everything. That. So, so, so this is still a transition this is only of
1: like year two of doing it like this. Yes, is that right? I believe. Okay. It. Yeah, no because worry.
2: you had the Big Ten tournament two years. Yeah. All
1: right. Six twenty-six. That is it. Uh, kicking things off here this morning. Uh, Mark fell out again today. Is he back tomorrow? Yes. He's back tomorrow. All right. Mark will be back tomorrow, but. Uh, Plan to uh, get into what chaps your hide still. Coming up in about a half hour, so uh, send us your chaps now. It's 9 degrees in the capital city on KLIA. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah,
4: that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.
5: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
6: ba 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 Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.
0: A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln. And conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the Sound Off on LNK Today. All right, but first
1: couple of things, couple of things. Reminder, it's What Chaps Your Hide Wednesday. Text in what is chapping your hide today. We believe you will feel better if and when you do that, especially if we discuss it on the, on the air, roll it around a little bit, commiserate together, and uh, you're going to go away feeling better here on this Wednesday morning. So, Uh, Take advantage of that on the text line or Facebook.com slash LNK today, or we can wait till the phone lines open up at 710. Uh, And then Friday will be request line Friday, as it generally is this time of year. And with temperatures getting back up there and Friday being the 1st of March, the Ides of March, a.k.a. Meteorological Spring a.k.a. the beginning of another weekend of temperatures in the 70s in and around the capital city, we are doing the following theme for Request Line Friday, the ultimate song to blast when you've got your windows rolled down in the car.
2: I'll tell you right now, you are not ready for mine. Okay.
1: You will be ready
2: for mine. Uh,
1: (laughs) the, the, The song... That ideally, right, that ideally is pumping out of whatever quality car stereo system that you've got, volume up at 10, right, to the point that you pull up at the stoplight over on 48th and O, or whatever major intersection that you choose in Lincoln where you've got people all around you waiting for the stoplight to turn, and you don't even care that they can all hear it. In fact, you kind of like that you are providing the soundtrack to that stoplight mm-hmm. for everyone who is in the vicinity. What is that song for you? 402-479-1400 is the text line number. I know the requests were already pretty robust
2: yesterday. Uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're already doing really well. All right, good. So
1: get those in early. Everybody loves the themes. We're trying to keep them going uh, as, uh, as much as we can. And I already know. We already know too what next week is going to be as well, and that is a that's an annual tradition. One as well uh, that happens during state basketball. I'm not going to lay it all out now because I don't want it to be confusing for this week. But we will. You you may know just based on me saying that. But mm. uh, we're going to be bringing that one back next week. So be listening early for that one next week. Uh, all right. I think that's all the business that we've. Uh, that we've got. Oh, I uh, probably should mention too. Tomorrow is Ticket Thursday, and Mark is back. We continue the reign of terror of Gen X on Generation Collaboration. I presume the oh god, the, uh, just what has been an unbelievable. People in the community are talking about it. Caleb, your coffee houses, your bars, your brunch spots. This is what is. There's a lot of talk around town about Generation collaboration right now i hear it i hear it in the air uh but what i wanted to mention was not just to pat myself on the back although that was definitely part of it uh, i also wanted to mention that we are going to be giving away tickets for Nebraska's final home basketball game
0: ooh yeah which is which is
1: a senior night okay b a fri or excuse me a sunday 5:30 p.m. game c it's going to be beautiful weather outside, so time to hit the rail yard up beforehand, right? And D could, pro- could potentially basically be the rubber stamp. Not officially, but unofficially, that puts Nebraska into the NCAA tournament. All of those things are possible. So these are, these are solid tickets. And Caleb walked into Pinnacle Bank Arena last Sunday night. We had the same situation in terms of game time. And I ran into our, uh, our winner from last week.
2: Oh, fun. Yes,
1: she saw me and awesome. said hi and uh, talked to her briefly. That was briefly. What, Heidi? Yeah, Heidi. Heidi. Yep. Uh, uh, talked to her briefly there in the, in the concourse of PBA. So, hope, That was before the game, uh, and then it was, a, it was a good game. So hopefully she had a good time, and maybe you can take her spot this week at Pinnacle Bank Arena. All right. Sound off time. Michigan primary last night. We all know what happened, even before it happened, but just in case, here's what happened. Uh, but I there need my is. sound. Let's try again.
6: It's another one in the wind column for former President Trump, the former president with a sizable victory over Nikki Haley in Tuesday's Michigan Republican primary. And we're going
3: to make America great again, greater than ever before. And I just want to thank everybody. You've been incredible. And I'm so proud of the results because they're far greater than anticipated.
6: Haley, however, not calling it quits yet.
5: We had 14 people in the race. I defeated a dozen of the fellas. I just got one more fella I got to catch up to.
6: There are several contests coming up before Super Tuesday on March 5th. Chris Mayo, Fox News. All right, so Michigan in the books. Nikki's staying
1: in for another, uh, well, at least another week or so. We'll see. We'll see if she gets past Super Tuesday, but still continuing to say that is the uh, that is the plan for now. Uh, uh, we haven't talked about this yet on the show, but a Supreme Court decision in Alabama about in vitro fertilization has been one that has generated quite a lot of conversation uh uh, among people all over the political spectrum and the legal spectrum uh, over the last several days well now it's been a proposal that congress do something about what was said by the supreme court perhaps to protect people who are seeking to start a family that way
7: illinois democratic senator tammy duckworth says in vitro fertilization allowed her to start a family Now, she's railing against an Alabama Supreme Court decision that is already limiting access to IVF treatment in the state.
6: One that throws IVF access into chaos for countless women as they and their doctors try to figure out whether they might be criminalized for simply trying to start a family. Duckworth has a bill she says would establish a nationwide right to access IVF. The issue has become a bipartisan
7: one, as multiple Republican lawmakers have said they'd consider legislation to expand or protect access. On Capitol Hill, Ryan Schmelz,
1: Fox News. All right. This is an interesting one, too. The uh, Army says they're reducing their numbers purposefully and and a strate- and in a strategic way more on that
4: the slash is projected to be by roughly 24,000 positions mostly among posts that are already vacant some of those are jobs that dealt mostly with counterinsurgency which were staffed during the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq the army in its documentation described itself as overstructured the branch also notes a shift in focus to so-called great power competition such as China and Russia, as well as ongoing threats from Iran and North Korea. Army Secretary Christine Wormuth says recruiting goals have also not been met over the last 10 years to replenish fighting forces. Hmm. Gunal Scott, Fox
1: News. All right. All right. So changing, uh, changing world in terms of geopolitical situations, in terms of the types of battles that... Are fought and might be fought and in terms of recruitment as well, and so they're making a significant reduce to their to their fighting force
2: well yeah, and it, it always seems like when when you see so much you see it on t v or you see re- recruiters out and about uh, a lot of it is that their uh, United States military is undermanned and obviously, obviously there are a lot of positions that are eliminate being eliminated, like they said that weren't even manned currently. Right. So that that makes up some ground a little bit for you if you're not even trying to trying to fill those spots.
1: Maybe potentially some good news if you haven't looked at your 401k for a long time because apparently there is a uh, big influx of what are called 401k millionaires right now well that'll be nice i don't think that's me but maybe it's you
5: retirement account balances are starting to bounce back after taking a hit in 2022 from market volatility according to the latest data from fidelity investments which found the number of 401k millionaires jumped 11 and percent last year the average balance also grew up 14 percent from a year earlier to 118,600 dollars, getting a boost from optimism over signs that inflation is cooling Tapping into savings, however, also continued. The number of people who borrowed from their 401ks ticked up to 8.9% from 7.8% the year before. Lillian Wu, Fox News.
1: All right, so uh, hopefully good news for for people in their retirement accounts. Uh, Other things going on here this morning. Uh, So we were talking the other day about... About the uh, fraudsters who perpetrate the, especially the 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 kind of email frauds, getting caught in caught up in it, the ransomware, those sorts of things, and a uh, lot lot of companies, a lot of people have become victim to it. Well, now you've got a county in Iowa that has fallen victim. ...to an email fraud, and it has cost them pretty dearly. Take Uh-oh. a listen to this.
7: Officials in Dubuque County and eastern Iowa are trying to track down over $524,000. They believe the money was stolen when an employee transferred it in response to a fake email message that appeared to be from the city of Dyersville. The county auditor learned the money was missing when Dyersville officials asked about the status of the transfer... After the county had already made it, the auditor says it's been determined the city's email system was compromised with the invoice
6: for the payment orchestrated by a third party. Tom Rigotti, Fox News.
1: Interesting. So they made it sound like this town was expecting the transfer because they, that's that's how the auditor became aware of it. And so I don't know how this worked exactly. Did the did the did the essentially the fraudster the hackster? Go in there and and basically just make sure the payment was diverted at that point, or did they create a fake payment to be made that someone made uh, and they didn't, you know, weren't ever supposed to, even if it was directly to the town. I'm not sure which of those situations that it was, but half a million bucks to <laughs> Butte County. And Iowa was probably pretty significant, i would guess i
2: I would guess so i I was curious at the beginning if that was going to turn into trying to fund their county with best buy gift cards, and that's <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs>
1: please go to the store and buy apple <laughs> gift cards, yeah uh anyway so uh difficult difficult frustrating situation there, I am sure uh then there was this man apparently apparently we are now in the era of. Making progress on solving unsolved homicides of rappers from 20-plus years ago. We already had, we basically already had this uh, whole Tupac thing that is, they've now got a suspect that, uh, who knows what is going to happen with that. That happened at the end of last year.
2: And whether anything got greenlit or not. And who all
1: was involved with that, that Still, I feel like is a huge story to come yet in 2024. But okay, who do we have now? Now, Jam Master J of Run DMC, he was killed. Uh, what 20 plus 20 plus years ago as well, and it was there was a documentary on Netflix about this uh, that I watched a few a few years ago. Well, apparently, they got their guy.
6: Two men were convicted in the death of Ron DMC, DJ Jam Master Jay, whose full name is Jason Mizell. The shooting occurred in 2002 in the Rap Legends studio. The Brooklyn jury delivered a unanimous verdict in the trial of Carl Jordan Jr. and Ronald Washington. Like the fatal shootings of Tupac Shakur and Notorious B.I.G., the case remained open for years, even though there were witnesses in the shooting. U.S. attorney Brian Peace.
4: The witnesses in the recording studio knew the killers. And they were terrified that they would be retaliated against.
6: Prosecutors contend that the two men, Jordan Jr., Jay's godson, and Washington, an old friend, turned on the rap star over a failed cocaine deal. Michelle wow, Polino,
1: that's, Fox News. That's right. I remember. I remember watching all that in that in that documentary about how they, these people that they were close uh, in the past, and then that happened. So, um, boy. That's uh that's crazy. All right. Uh, and then last but not least, if you are locked out of your Netflix account in the coming days and weeks, you may need to do something as simple as change the way that you are making payments. You know how sometimes if you
2: Especially if you have Netflix in Dubuque, Iowa. Yeah, especially if Yes, see, that's a great point.
1: That's a great point. Or if you're uh someone who originally downloaded it on your iPhone, and just how to make your payments, and you just made your payments like that through your iPhone. Uh-huh.
2: Netflix will no longer allow subscriptions in the U.S. or Canada via Apple's iTunes, meaning anyone who has been paying for their Netflix sub via iTunes might find themselves cut off from the streaming platform. And that could mean the end of certain subscription pricing for those folks, normally nine ninety nine dollars a month for ad-free streaming TV and movies. Now, if you want to keep Netflix, you'll need to pay them directly and choose your service tier. Netflix originally avoided adding in-app subscriptions for its apps on Apple products, claiming the 30% cut Apple demanded was too high. Evan Brown, Fox right. News.
1: That's why a lot of places don't do it. Now, saying iTunes is misleading. It's not through... I mean, I, I haven't done anything with iTunes since 2007. So no, nobody even says it's, iTunes. It's through anymore. the Apple... It's through the App Store, essentially, which yes. is an in-app purchase. For instance, that's how I... Originally, I think that was the only way originally you could get Big Ten Plus. That's how I, I used to do it and then ended up switching that. Now I don't think a lot of people go through Netflix this way, but if you originally got it on your phone, there's a chance uh-huh. that that's how you might you might do it. So he said to,
2: i he said iTunes, and I was like immediately transported to the 2010 version on a computer. Yes, <laughs> what iTunes used yes. to look like. You
1: had to plug your phone in to sync the songs, and you only had so much space. <laughs> on, the,
2: on the side, connect to iPhone. Yeah. Yes,
1: yeah. yep, can connect to iPhone, and all. Yeah, <laughs> or or using the function where it allow you to to rip CDs off of it. Yes. Yeah, so well,
2: you, I, I shouldn't have said connect. To iphone connected to like CDs. ipod
1: yeah yep, yeah, absolutely uh, all right there
2: you go that right. is uh that's what's going
1: on in your sound off today uh got officer chad in studio we'll talk with the cop coming up right after this it's six 52. don't forget what chap showed wednesday coming up in 18 minutes get those chaps into 402 479 1400 on the text line you are listening to lnk today with jack
0: and friends on klin You're listening to LNK today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. They've done it, and now LPT needs your help, Crime Stoppers on LNK today.
6: Bad boys, bad boys, oh, what you gonna do?
0: All right, six fifty-five,
1: nine degrees, and nine degrees in the capital city. And uh,
8: Officer Chad is here. I am going to arrest Punxsutawney Phil. Yeah. he was <laughs> I mean, wrong for one day he was i feel wrong. like that's
1: a
7: little harsh he
8: was pretty right i mean I, he was like 98 percent right i'll give him 97 because yesterday was kind of crappy right. too right. it was 24 <laughs> 24 hours of uh 24 hours of
1: this uh, yeah. all right how you doing chad I'm what's doing, going
8: on doing well
1: how about you that's guys? good yeah don't go
8: out for a bike ride today uh Just i did uh, go right on monday not today though. It was it was eighty, Chad. I was I was there. <laughs> it was a beautiful day. It was that, little hot today. maybe for a bike ride, but a little hot, so yeah. uh, I, I kinda deserve yeah. this ride, so yeah. i'll take it by the way can you believe these
1: you know, that, that, that they they go back and they end up getting convictions on some of these homicides like that jam master j thing for it was a homicide from 20 plus years ago and okay. witnesses were scared number one but totally like,
8: understand it and but we totally understand
1: now it. they got a person of interest
8: or a suspect on tupac's thing after one. years of documentaries and everybody's <laughs> been it's crazy So there's no honor among thieves. Somebody's going to talk eventually. Yeah, It's just going to happen. People are going to get done being scared. Uh, You know, Others that were involved are going to pass away. And honestly, I wonder if this is kind of a waterfall effect. How many of these are somehow interconnected? And, you know, somebody talks during this case investigation, and oops, we slipped up and let something out about this one. So I I think it's awesome. It's just just fascinating that you, and even in the non, you know, 90s rap,
1: you know, homicide. There are just crimes like that that years, yeah. like years later, you guys will get a tip or something, and you you're back investigating it. You right? know,
8: there's several here in Lincoln that we have never. Quit investigating. Mm-hmm. Uh, Regina Boss comes to mind. Yeah, that one has been investigated. Was that same for time years. here. that was like twenty years. plus years ago. Uh, yeah, oh two or oh three. Yeah, I forget. I've uh, I've gone back over the years and read yeah. some of the reports and look. The amount of information that has been captured and recorded and documented is just. Overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, absolutely overwhelming, and it's going to get cleared someday. Somebody is going to let us know yeah. exactly what happened. Well, I,
1: I think peel giving
8: up on these uh, on a national level, and you know what, I'm waiting to hear get solved. What's that? The Amelia Earhart disappearance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You might be holding your breath on that one. Wasn't
2: I there think. stuff recently on that?
8: Somebody thinks they found her plane on. Oh, sonar, I do kind of remember like that. Five or six. That's miles right.
1: Deep. We had that on the sound yeah. off. I think. All right. Well, uh, we'll see. see we, we that we, interest people. We will see.
2: I just want to know who shot Jr.
8: You <laughs> know, <It was laughs> a dream.
2: <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Were Spoilers.
8: You, were you even a alive? No, when JR he, got wasn't. Shot? I I know he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Because I was like six. So <laughs> no. I remember watching that on TV uh, with my mom.
1: Yeah, I remember hearing about it, but.
8: Oh. All right. What oh. do we have
1: for Crime Stoppers I this want week?
8: Olds. Uh. <laughs> Uh, how about another fraud alert? A uh, victim in this case got a credit card in the mail that they didn't even apply for, which happens. Uh, did a little bit of research, found out the credit card had actually been used at Kohl's on North 84th. Got a couple pretty decent pictures of two females going in. We're suspecting they had something to do with it. Uh, next one is Shattered Window at what I suspect might be Caleb's favorite store, uh, right next door to the studio. <laughs> the uh day, day, the
2: daycare across the street no, no other uh, the, other side adam
8: and eve and oh there there was that look i was waiting never for. heard of it uh adam and eve forty three twenty seven zero. uh somebody busted out the front window looks like maybe they were trying to get in to steal some stuff uh, okay i just saying where we at caleb okay, well, yeah, that's good, good we probably should clear him first right <laughs> yep talk about talk about cold cases
1: uh, all right um <laughs>
8: Very good. Uh, how can people help out with uh, this? You can go check out all the stories, see the pictures and videos at com. You can leave anonymous tips there or call us 402 475 3600. Clear case, get some cash.
1: All right, very good. Thank you very much, Chad. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, coming up, your chance to get it off your chest. Turn yourself into uh, maybe a more pleasant, fun to be around person for the rest of the day, rest of the week, maybe. Yeah, that's what happens when we get rid of that garbage. It's what chaps your hide Wednesday. Phone lines will be open in ten minutes. Text lines open now at four two four seven nine fourteen hundred. It's seven o'clock. KLI and Lincoln. Pulling up
4: to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.
5: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
6: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help.
0: Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is K Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 14993 ninety nine three KLIN. All right, welcome back. 708, 9 degrees in the capital city.
1: It's February 28th, 2024. Glad to have you back with us. It is a what chapter on Wednesday. So, uh... So we have the phone lines opened up for you. You know how it works. You tell us what's uh, what's on your mind. Uh, what's driving you nuts? You get it off your chest, and you feel better going forward. I will tell you what the uh, the text line and the Facebook page. Well, the Facebook page especially. The text line is kind of tongue in cheek, but Facebook change uh, Facebook page is very comment cardy today, which. <laughs> love when you know it's used for that purpose how I feel about that you know how i feel about that so i'm gonna need the phone lines to come through today because the facebook page was uh you know it was what it was was what it was you can go check it out i guess if you uh if you want to see what i'm talking about uh but take your calls 402-479-1400 and uh hopefully we got we got a lot of people who understand the spirit of what chaps you hide and i Look forward to that. So let's get going. I know this guy does. It's Mike. Good morning, Mike. What chaps your you hide?
3: Well, guys, not not a lot today, but just one of these things that, you know, you wish you would experience in life, but you don't think you have yet. Um, have JB and KP ever done a spring event together?
1: Ooh. Oh. I don't know. I, I doubt it. I doubt it. That's interesting. Uh, You'd like to hear that booth together?
3: Oh, yeah, or maybe even a mashup, Caleb. You know, if you got some, you know, clips you can throw together for April Fool's Day.
2: I'm sure you could do that. That'd be good. Just a call to grandkids with echoes in the background of (laughs) Bangarang. That would be it. Got
3: it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It might be yeah. hard to get a word in edgewise in that booth, but yeah, that'd be <laughs> just them talking over each other you the know, whole you, time.
3: <laughs> don't you think Nebraska fans need that? Deserve that? I
1: agree. What, what you kind of event would you like to see it for exactly?
3: You know a, uh, you know the football team playing the basketball team. You know, half court slam dunks are allowed and jumping on top. People's backs is okay. Too. Okay, all right. that so, That'll be good That'd over
1: be... your coach's head, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've seen that now. Good idea. I like it. Thank you, Mike. That's what. <laughs> yeah. That's it. We have not seen. We have not mixed in, mixed and matched the Nebraska play-by-play booth very often here I, and seeing some. Just of the...
2: get them out to a tennis match or or a track meet, right? Uh, or, or what about and then we could do the.
1: You know, and they could put uh, Lauren Cook West and Damon Benning together for a uh, for an event. Then at some point too, let's Mitch go down. to match
2: everyone, right? Let's go down to the sidelines right? with Greg Sharp, right? Exactly, Greg Sharp, right? <laughs> on the sidelines, right?
1: Uh, this is the, it's the Ben McLaughlin and uh, Jake Mielheisen show on the <laughs> on the network. Yeah, we could have mix up the the week of mix ups, April Fool's week. That'd be all right. That'd be interesting to hear.
2: Cody already does just about every Coatney, broadcast. That's so, true, Coatney. So we're going to keep him I, in the studio to run the board no. with Russ. You, you said,
1: he said, <laughs> hold on. He said Baylor. And KP, I want to hear Cotney and Kent Pavelka. Do a basketball game together? Do a basketball game together. One
2: men's and one women's. That would actually be phenomenal.
1: Got
0: it! You bet you got it! You bet you got it! <laughs> just
2: over and over and over and over. All right. Kind of like how sometimes you see the, the NFL guys go to a college game. Right, and right. Just, just start combining some of these teams.
1: That's, that's, that's a good call. You know
2: what? I agree with Mike. I'm chapped. We haven't seen that. I yet. am too.
1: Very. Uh, back to the phones. Mateo is next. Good morning, Mateo. What chaps your eye this morning?
6: Well, more like chaps my cheeks, man. I sat down in my leather seats in the car today, and it all froze Ooh. off.
1: Oh man!
6: Degree weather swing in 36 hours. Welcome That's to be a record. Isn't welcome
1: it? to Nebraska, right? Welcome to Nebraska, I guess. Yeah. Now, do you have those nice uh, heat warmers in your car? Seat warmers. Well, I mean
0: guilty. Yes, yeah. I do. So they're warming up nicely, but it was, it was a cold... It was a cold was, first few seconds just, in the air.
1: Yeah, first few seconds. Well, good.
2: It's, it's, it's hey, 12, look. 12 degrees wind chill outside, 90 degree leather seats Mateo, to burn yourself up. Mateo, Mateo, I still
1: wore shorts today. I'm not getting. I'm not letting 24 hours oh. throw me out of my rhythm. No way. I'm just ignoring I do it.
6: I think it would be interesting though to find... I mean, ask one of your weather friends, like, that's a major temperature swing like yeah we will is that, is that a record
1: we'll ask it's uh do Dewe- uh, we'll have dewey on next week because it'll be the beginning of a new month so i'll put it on, put that on the list we'll ask where that ranks in terms of temperature okay. swings good. sound good all right good luck yeah. on your cheeks all right
0: <laughs> thank you <laughs> See ya.
2: I'm, I'm curious which cheeks now when he's talking okay. about hot leather seats but that brings up a chaps
1: for me so I'll drive my wife's car sometimes. Well, first of all, driving your spouse's car—I don't know if you guys are much are like me when you drive if you're if you're married or have a significant other and you occasionally drive their car. Number one, number one, just getting in the seat setting, the seat positioning—I can't believe where she positions her seat. And I've had this with with other people. I don't are other are other guys like this when they get into their wife's car. Like, I know, listen, I know you're smaller than me, but I cannot believe you're that much smaller than
2: me. It's, it's hard to fit my leg in, first of all. So, like, before I can even try to get in, I have to move that seat
1: back. Yes. Do you, did you ever drive the KLIN vehicle
2: after Jane Monica driven it? <laughs> yes. But also, we've got a lot of. Short salespeople who have wow. take, who had taken the KLIM vehicle. <laughs> wow. Okay, ver- is that okay, is that okay? Is that okay to say? Vertically challenged. Not Andrew uh, <laughs> Stewart. Like, those are big I, guys. It's just getting in the car after my my. I, first of all, I can't <laughs> believe I cannot
1: believe the seat positioning. Like I don't even know how she does that comfortably. And then number two, number two is she has got those seat warmers and she's always got them turned on. And I. I don't know. Am I in the minority on this? Does everyone love those? I hate those things. I absolutely hate how that feels. Number one, I would say that part of my body is the least needing of being warmed up. Okay? That, I would argue, is is the warmest of the parts of my body, even when it's cold outside. And then once that thing starts to kick up, the heat, it feels like it really feels to me... Like I've peed my pants. I'm just going to say it. It feels like I peed my pants. So I here, I don't like that. Here's really. the
2: move that I go to when I use, because I've got heated seats and steering wheel, is as soon, because I'll, I'll let it warm up, so that means the steering wheel and the seat mm-hmm. have warmed up, and as soon as I get in, I turn that off. Yeah. Because now it's, okay, I'm in here, my body heat's going to be good the rest of the way because this, this is warmed up, it's not freezing when I get in here. Right. That's that's good for me, so I turn it off right away.
1: Yeah, I'm not a uh, I'm not a fan of the the seat warmers, even if it's cold outside.
2: What, what I also don't like is if I ever have to drive my wife's vehicle, which think she has an SUV now. She used to have a little car. I would get in there, that rearview mirror would be f- tilted to my belly button. I'm yes, like, all right, you're not thing. you are not that small. Yes, the mirror the <laughs> mirror alignment is shocking sometimes. <laughs> Belly button.
1: That's funny. Uh, All right. uh, Let's see. We've got a couple of chaps on the text line from 1T Brett. Uh, Number one, he says, on Saturday, my family of five went to brunch at a place known for crepes. It's seat yourself there with small tables for two and larger tables for four or five. Two separate couples had taken larger tables, even though smaller tables were available. So we had to stand and wait for 10 minutes until one of the couples finished. Come on, people. If you're a party of two, use a table for two. I hope you shot him dirty looks the entire time. Absolutely. Let them know. Right? The, 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 t- yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a
2: little cheesy. That's
1: a little... Yeah, cool. just yeah, take- Come on. Just, just take the
2: table If there's three of you, yeah. yeah, I get it. Hey, right. I mean, floor. what, do you
1: need to spread out brunch there over the entire table?
2: By the way, I, yeah, just a full spread. Uh, back to Mateo's talking about the, the temperature change. I don't know if anybody saw it, but I know we were in the 80s out in the panhandle of mm-hmm. Nebraska, Scott's Bluff. It was in the 60s on Monday, and their high school soccer team was practicing in the snow on Tuesday. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, it, and this is happening, too. Now, every one of the east of us is having this conversation today because Chicago and places of the east, they're getting that cold weather after it being really nice uh, over the last couple of days as well. So, uh, <laughs> One T. Brett also said, uh, Chaps my high. Number two, ticket fees on SeatGeek, the quote-unquote official partner for Nebraska ball. Ticket price is 16 Fees are twelve dollars and thirty cents. Thanks for nearly doubling the cost of my family seeing the Rutgers game this weekend. Dang, oh. I didn't know fees were that high. I haven't, yeah, I haven't bought anything off of uh, off of there for a while. That wow! You can push this little button and it; it'll show you what it costs with the fees. Uh, well, maybe that's on maybe that's on uh, VRBO or something that I was looking at that. But yeah, that's. Uh, that's rough when the fees cost as much as the ticket
2: I just hate when there's, there, there's those fees. I brought that up a few weeks ago how we had gone to Millie got to run in one of the the little red race little red track race at one of the Nebraska mm-hmm. track track and field meets and if you paid at the door, it was a dollar to get in If you didn't want to wait in line and just have your ticket so you could just go right in, you could pay that online. well, it was a dollar for the ticket. And then a dollar handling fee for me to have it on my phone. Uh, it's online. like, what are we doing?
1: Yeah, it's not. Doesn't exactly encourage people to move that direction, even though they would. They would like people to mm-hmm. uh, when it's when it's something like that. Moshpit Chad says, "What, Chaps, When I had people who wear mouth guards to the gym while lifting, why are you expecting lots of contact? I don't know if I've ever seen that before. I suppose there's certain people clench extensively when they're." doing that and they could do some damage remind me oh, not that.
2: to lift anywhere near them
1: Dave says it chaps in my eye that Jack thinks the Ides of Marches this weekend is actually the 15th alright <laughs> <laughs> i just remember reading julius caesar and i knew that happened in march it was and it was I, didn't, I didn't look at the calendar and i whatever they didn't tell me that in rome when i went there last year thank you for the fact check normally caleb does that for me so uh there we go steve uh, texan
2: says come on guys you sleep with your wives what's the coldest parts of their body their butts and their feet when talking uh, about the the heated seats and hands. I, mean, I don't want to get into too much
1: detail here, but I would say nose is nose. Nose is up there in terms of cold body part. Hands, no, I would not say.
2: Listen, I mean. Why do women. Maybe everyone's here, different. Here, I feel like we're getting a little. Here, here we'll, we'll go this direction. Whose butt is the coldest part of their body? No one. No, it, it's I don't think that's true. I extremities, disagree with Hands and feet. Hands, feet, nose, ears. Why do women have My, such poor circulation? That's a fair question too. I'm just gonna throw that out there.
1: Yeah, like I have never, outside of being outside in sub-zero temperatures, I have never said to anyone, "My nose is so cold right now." (laughs) Yet, I bet I've had that conversation with my own wife probably two thousand times. Uh, how cold my nose is. My daughter, feel my (laughs) my nose. Have you ever had someone say, "Feel my nose"? No, No, I don't. I mean, I believe it's cold. It's so
2: cold. My daughter is learning from my wife because the other day. She looked like we were sitting on the couch. She goes, "Hey, Diddy, guess what?" And I was like, "What?" She saw that there was my uh, sweatpants had come up a little bit on my leg. She took her foot. She goes, "Cold feet," and touched it to my leg. I was like, "Stop it! Yes. You don't do that right even, now." She's even got the <laughs> the freezing
1: cold feet. God. When I'm in the car, when I'm cold, my hands are cold. Like my shoulders and face are cold. Ne- never my butt. I've never said like that. It's not in the top ten. My feet are cold. It is never my butt.
2: Here's the great. If you can get the seat warmer where it's not just the underneath, but it goes up the back as would well. would be better. I want it on my back yeah. and shoulders. Why yeah. did they not put it there? Get a little back relief
1: while you're in there. The back and shoulders would be good. Right. Exactly. That's the the. The butt heating is the weirdest feeling that I don't. It's the only thing I don't need heating.
2: Where's the icy hot function?
1: Like the, the arguably between your clothes and the seat, the butt is the most insulated part of your body at that moment when you're sitting in a car seat. Yes, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't get it.
8: And then but you just some say, people like- love
1: them lower back sweat while you're trying to drive oh god that's the worst yeah that'll be that's that's for a few months from now but the the one you can just feel (laughs) or, or here's the thing i hate the thing that i hate that you get out of your car and the back of your shirt the the back of your shirt that's been in the like in july the back of your shirt that's been leaning up on the seat it is just soaked that's the worst.
2: Well, now, That's it, gross. if you do that on a day like today, and it's like, oh, there was a little bit... Now your shirt's wet. Right. Then you get out in the cold. Now it's a problem.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Facebook page is... Uh, well, Logan says going from 80 degrees to possible snow in one day. Yep. That's crazy. That's what Mateo was yeah, talking not, about. Yeah, not happy with that. Um, and Steven has a, a a serious one, but not an inappropriate one. Uh, coworkers that... Work hard to provide for their families, only to have someone break into their car and tear up the column in a theft attempt. No. In this case, cause fear and anxiety. So, I understand being chapped about that. Uh, Then we have a comment card about the radio station. I'll pass on. And then uh, Will is in with his uh, national political takes on this. He's upset about borders. uh, His words that are left open that allow thugs to come across and murder innocent citizens. So, yeah. That sure brings the mood down.
2: On the text line, <laughs> uh, Will's, a different Will, I'm assuming, right, says, good. co-workers who walk around the office with earbuds in all the time, what, are you too good to talk to anyone? Yeah.
1: I dri- so my son goes to the university now, and I drive uh, drive around campus. I would say 95% of the students, 90, 95% of the students, somebody who's there more maybe wants to correct me, 90, 95% have earbuds in at all times here's my headphones
2: here's my problem with the kids of today (laughs) i don't know that i have a problem with no nope. nope. here's my problem it used to be if you wanted to listen to music while you were walking around in public we could all tell you had big old headphones on right now i don't know who's just talking to themselves (laughs) or on a call or talking to me i
1: okay that brings up a couple for me too (laughs) Uh, I always put in earbuds, always when I walk my dog, right? I'm always listening to something. And in the winter, I'll wear, you know, you will wear a hat or you put, up, put your hood up. And then it never fails when I do that. Somebody I come, people are friendly. It's Lincoln, Nebraska. People are friendly. They want to chat while you walk by. They want to talk about your dog. And I'm like, and, and I've got gloves on. It hasn't been a lot of this lately, but when it was colder out. And then all of a sudden, I realize they're talking to me. I'm like, oh, no get my glove up take my take my hair butt out and then that awkward moment I'm like i'm gonna need you to start over i didn't hear a word <laughs> i didn't hear a word you just said i didn't even know you were talking to me at this point or the other thing is this is such a i should be embarrassed i'm saying this but the other one is i'll go i'll take my dog to the dog park caleb and you know i'll kind of look forward again i look for part of the reason i look you know forward it going for a walk with my dog and that stuff is i get to catch up on things that i'm listening to Yeah, just be in our own I'm, world i'm excited to be in my own world and then right away right away i'll run into somebody who <laughs> wants to chat at the dog park Ooh, the what, entire, kind of, what kind yeah, of dog want, is he like like and then it's like and that's so bad of me oh, I need to. So how old's terrible. your puppy i realize how terrible that sounds so i'm being self-critical about this but i'm also being honest about this like
2: but sometimes people being being nice and approachable and wanting to have those, those friendly conversations. Sometimes I just don't care. <laughs> there's like, a yeah. Like there's only so many times I can be like, yeah, this is my puppy. She's my puppy. She's she's seven years old. They're all nice. She, she's, a, she's mixed listen, with this. I'm being
1: clear. I'm on the wrong side of, you know. Being a nice person nope, in this.
2: No, nope, no, you're you're. No, I'm I'm the bad one. No, Kayla. you're don't, on the correct side. No, I don't think I am. Leave us alone. I don't think I am. Let me live my life. <sighs> I don't want to talk I, about your labradoodle. Am I the jerk in this situation? No, I don't. And then like right away, putting them
1: back in. If I, I wanted I to chance.
2: talk to you, I would make eye contact.
4: <laughs> Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra.
1: If you see anything out there aside from our usual slowdowns and traffic areas, feel free to
0: give us a call on the traffic hotline. That's 402-479-1414. And that's a look at your time saver traffic. It's time to count them down. The five things you'll be talking about today. This is The Morning Drive, presented by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management on 1499.3 KLIN. All right.
1: Caleb's going to narrate again. Oh, I have to mark his uh, out once again. So well, we relearn to read over we here. Will get things
0: started with number five.
2: Well, as we talked about yesterday, there was the potential that it was going to be happening, and ultimately, it did yesterday afternoon. As Lincoln Mayor Lyrian Gaylor Baird announced her nomination for Police Chief Michon Morrow, who has been the interim for several months, and now that's going to move on to the city council for confirmation.
1: I don't get the sense this surprised a lot of people who are following this fairly closely. I think when when Teresa Ewan stepped down or was asked to step down or whatever happened exactly in in that situation, the fact that there was not a national search that happened right on the heels of that made it pretty clear that it looked like this was something that the city wanted to or the mayor, I should say, at least wanted to consider pretty strongly. So it's been what seven ish months, I believe it was July, mm-hmm. July since that happened. So about about half a year. Uh, and, and the mayor said, Look, uh, as she was the acting chief, uh, it was the things that I wanted to see essentially. She called it the same qualities that have been the hallmark of her 29 years of service at LPD, and uh, so she decided to make the call. Uh, the city council still has to approve this, I assume that it will be uh, that'll be done uh that the city council will March 18th by yet.
2: the way is when that'll be. that'll so be that. It'll be after the ides of March.
1: Yeah. Uh and then and, and Maro says her priorities recruitment, retention, resiliency and respect. And I'll tell you what I think that recruitment and retention is going to continue to be a significant challenge throughout the the future. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see how how she how how the l p d tackles that under her permanent leadership
2: i do think a, a big advantage that she has over any anything you previously had with with the finalists in the national search and and you brought it up yesterday and I'll reiterate it again today is just having a local knowledge of what's going on culturally in lincoln what what kind of just how everything feels around the community and then obviously within that that workforce since nineteen ninety five yeah she she's been there, yeah. yeah I can't I mean, I know this happens with police
1: chiefs where they'll be brought in from another you know a completely different city or town that they haven't been in before I'm sure that happens pretty regularly, but I don't know seeing it seeing it actually happen here and particularly from a place like San Francisco here it just felt like man there's just a lot of there's just a lot of kind of cultural understanding that has to be built up, I think you would think. To do that job in the way that you would want to. Mm-hmm. And so you at least feel like that's not that's not happening here in this in this situation. I haven't yeah. been on the force since what, 1990, What did I say? 95? Five. 1995. So So there you go. A uh change that what is uh temporary. Looks like it will become permanent here in a couple of weeks. Moving on.
2: Number four, he's back. Omaha State Senator well former Omaha State Senator Ernie Chambers has announced he will be seeking re-election for the seat if you remember the Unicameral had gone and put in term limits and he had been term limited out took a term off, came back got re-elected, took a term off trying to come back again um I mean, is anyone surprised? no
1: (laughs) at, at this point uh Terrell McKinney is still the incumbent for the seat, though. He was replaced Chambers right in the 2020 election. There's also another candidate who's filed to represent that district as well. So th- what this means is that the primary might be interesting. Might be something to watch here in in the yeah. primary. Well, because
2: it's not because you'll eliminate somebody from the race. And yeah, McKinney's definitely not going to back down from uh, from trying to get reelected. Well, he went out
1: right right away. I saw some, you know, he was putting putting out kind of his resume and the things that he got done in the legislature. So it'll be interesting to see what that uh, what that district does voting. They've obviously voted chambers in every time that they've had the chance to do that as well and so I assume you know you kind of go in assuming that's likely to, to happen again but he's been through some some races in the past within that district as well uh, Ch- uh, Chambers right now by the way if you're wondering 86 years old 86 years how old is Biden 80 no he's 4 he's older than that he is 81 He's so Chambers is 5 years older than Biden <laughs> Yeah, so 80 wasn't that far off. I thought he was... I was thinking he was older. Man, here I was, all this talk about how old all these people are, I thought, I'm starting to think they're older than they actually are. And Trump's 77. So he's, so he's five years older than than Biden is. Uh, that's Not, the thing, is nine it, years older than Trump. It, it, nine years older than Trump is. And I mean I, I mean, I think the truth of the matter is you're going to have a lot fewer people listen to him speak than either of those guys and uh be able to pick up all the all the things that the opposing sides have pointed out in terms of stumbling or making mistakes or whatever whatever it is at
2: least based Most on the slightly, last, time it really last time i really heard him yeah, talk that's
1: true that was 4 years ago so we'll see wow that really that really puts it in perspective man Five after all of this nonstop that discussion that we've got about the age of the presidential candidates, he's five years older. Uh, if he would, if he would do two terms in a row, Ooh. be out at ninety-four. Uh, hypothetically, he's going to have to come back at ninety-eight. 98 he could come back and get, Come back at ninety-eight, which would be twelve years from now, twenty thirty-six.
2: Wow, the twenty
1: thirty-six election. Wow.
2: Uh, all right, moving. Uh, that's a long way I mean, to
1: see how, the, how that race goes, though, for sure, without a doubt, especially if McKinney, you know, stays in it and re- really deals his his digs his heels in as an incumbent in that uh-huh. district as well. That'll be interesting.
0: Number three.
2: Uh, well, there's some video that that we've seen Channel 8 has on their website, but a large tree fell yesterday afternoon and it, it got in the way of some traffic. Twenty seventh in Van Dorn, middle of the afternoon, about two forty five. It knocked out a traffic light. Uh, that, according to the Lincoln Transportation and Utilities Department, crews were able to get out there and fix it over a couple of hours. But Jack, you you alerted me to this earlier in the show. That is a massive tree. Yeah. Normally, I wouldn't think. You know, I, I don't mean to be too rinky dink small town
1: here with this radio show. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, well, we got big news. A tree fell in town. Uh oh. But I saw this video. <laughs> I saw this video. The Channel Eight had that thing. Is well, think of it. That part of town has, I assume. I mean, it feels like they've got the biggest, oldest trees in the entire city in that whole right area of the town. Right, the Sheridan area. I used to live on. I used to li- not in the Sheridan area. I was too rich for my blood. But I was living. <laughs> I used to live on. I used to live in a little tiny starter home on South Thirty Third Street. But the trees, like. We had a, tr- a huge old tree there, and that thing rained down acorns and limbs and unbelievable amounts of leaves. And uh, L- L- Lincoln Electric had to come by once a year and trim that thing away from the power lines. It was huge. But this one that went down, it's huge, and it just kind of split in two. The tree did, and it went. It went way down. Like this tree was a ways away from this intersection where it took out the light. Yeah. Like I mean, this could have done some major, major damage. Had it fallen like in a, had it been arranged a little differently in a different direction toward a house.
2: Oh, for or sure. Or obviously, if
1: there were people around there as well. So humongous. Uh, so sad to see a tree did, like that. Did go. we ever
2: find out? it just it just split from the, the cold assume, and the wind?
1: I assume the wind yesterday. I mean, the wind was ridiculous yesterday. Although, probably just yeah, all all of those things coming together, and the wind finally. Finally did it in. Wow. And uh yeah. And the wind's not stopping, by the way. Guys, if there's you know, temperatures are gonna get better here starting tomorrow and into the weekend, but I looked at the seven day forecast and every day you're talking about gusts that are that are up there and gonna be pretty significant. So
2: including Softball's home opener Friday. Yeah, at least uh that's true.
1: Friday uh high is gonna be sixty-five though. And let's see, it's a southwest wind, so maybe our uh Maybe our left hand hitters get a little on, on some pull, right? Pull some to right field for some dingers for Nebraska
2: softball. I hit it's dingers. Coming out of the Southwest. Billy Andrews is going to have Billy five yeah. homers in the yeah, game. Yeah,
1: or the right handers can go Oppo. I'm sure that'd be fine too. So, uh, all right. Moving on.
0: Number two.
2: Generation Z workers in the United States gearing up for a year of salary negotiations according to a new survey by the american staffing association 66 percent of employees aged 18 to 27 intend to request a raise in 2024 workers outside of gen z also confronting the reality of paychecks that struggle to keep pace with the cost of living yep 67 percent of millennials 51 percent of gen x 42 percent of boomers also intending to ask their bosses for a raise this it's year. It's not
1: surprising. It, it, it's not surprising at all. And we had the clip earlier about people's 401ks being up and and you know millionaire 401ks being up significantly. But until you've got people who feel like their salaries are keeping up with the pace of the increases in cost of living and everything that goes along with that, there's going to be some dissatisfaction economically, and and I'm not just talking about the price of eggs and ground beef, although that's part of it. But they're the bigger things. There's the price and the difficulty in owning a home for the first time. Yeah, um, which I bought my that home that I was talking about on South Thirty Third Street. Uh-huh. I bought that when I was uh, you know 25 years old. I got that when I was 25 years old before I had any kids. Yeah. So we had our first child while, while we lived there, and that's not nearly the, the norm as much anymore. Or you talk about costs, student loans that are coming in, right, that, that have been racked up. Of oh, yes, voluntarily, like any of these things are, are uh, racked up voluntarily. You do because of what you get in return for them, but that, that's a huge thing. Or the price, of course, of cars or groceries or travel or oh. anything. It feels, you know, like I, I get it why why so many people still feel that way and are unhappy with the economic situation or unhappy with what they're making because it gets hard. It does feel like it's getting uh-huh. incredibly harder all the time, day after day. Uh, to for your for your wages to keep up with what everything costs these days.
2: Now here's the thing: when you look at those percentages, where it's it's less than half of boomers, just over half for Gen X. But when you look across the country, what is the bulk of your workforce? It, it's the those it's probably Gen Z and, and millennials, mm-hmm. and who are the ones that are cheaper in the labor force because of years out working? It's Gen Z and millennials. Right. And two-thirds of your 18 to 41 42 year olds yeah two-thirds of 18 to 41 42 year olds are like I gotta I gotta get a race yep
1: oh I forgot to add health care in there for the things that oh yeah right health care or
2: daycare oh, oh yeah child care in general just, just everything I mean, in there so
1: much is insanely expensive right now
2: just day-to-day life yeah without a doubt and then, then you gotta wonder where, when you're looking at those, those wages. And this doesn't make businesses the bad guy at all. It's just where, where are you gonna get those wages? It, it's, it's if the business can afford to give a raise with that, all the costs that they're dealing with, also. And then, if someone has to pick up a, a second job, well, now how are you balancing all your time commitments?
1: Yep. Yeah. For sure, Uh, and there are are a lot of people that, like you said, huge percentages in in, uh, Gen X, Gen Y, or excuse me, Gen Z, Gen Y, and over half of Gen X as well. This year, Uh, we'll be we'll be doing that. All right, moving on.
0: Number one.
2: Well, if you see some higher county plates starting to roll around Lincoln in a a little bit higher higher numbers than you saw over the last couple weeks, probably you'll notice that the girls' state basketball tournament. Back in Lincoln gets underway today. Classes A, C2, and D2 starting this morning. B, C1, and D1 going tomorrow. And that means as we look at Class A, Lincoln representation. Lincoln North star against Miller North at 315 Pinnacle Bank Arena. Southwest and Southeast get each other in this first round at PVA at 6 o'clock. And some other Lincoln and Lincoln area schools will get going tomorrow in uh, BC1 and D1.
1: So I had to remind myself because I'm, just my, I, I'm still so used to the way it used to be. that The three-day format. No, it's the three-day format that there's no longer games at all over the city. You know, like the, the proverbial 9 a.m.
2: game at Lincoln North Star. I I played it right. like nine p.m. at North Star one day, yeah. then played at, like eight thirty at Pershing the next day. Yeah,
1: yeah. So now it's just down to uh, down to two of those, and and we only, as you said, we only have we only have part of part of the field playing today, and the other half will get going today. But but representation in Class A for Lincoln, though, as we said. In fact, uh intra-Lincoln matchup. That is going to be an interesting Yeah, one, when, you, so. when you
2: get to that one, which I think you should have a good number of folks go out there for that because that means you're you're guaranteeing yourself. It stinks that you have to eliminate one right away. Right. But the positive coming out of that is you're guaranteed Lincoln representation into the semifinals on Friday.
1: Yes, that's true. That's true. So, should be fun. Uh, got a lot of new people in town, right? Uh, hope we're going to get some good weather for after we get through about noon today. You're going to have pretty much you know good temperature weather so no typical traditional state tournament snowstorm at least for the girls But but it's gonna be fun outside it'll be fun in the rail yard on saturday
2: but typical state tournament wind where i i remember a game going there was a game i think it was at lincoln high and we were trying to we were navigating around all the traffic and i saw a stop sign hitting the ground going back and forth because of the wind this was several years ago but you got that win today. Yep. And that, that's going to continue. So uh, watch out for obviously big trees like we talked about, any potential limbs, uh, anything flying through the air, but also head on a swivel on one-ways and roundabouts.
1: And by the way, Lincoln, uh, in Class A, Lincoln's done well in girls' state basketball. They won championships. Pius won in 20 in 2021. Southwest won in 2017. East won in 2016. Southeast won in 2013. Lincoln High was in the final last year. Yeah. And then you got North door star that's in the tournament this year. So, mm-hmm. like, it's, that's, a, that's an interesting sport in that it's been well spread out within a decade within the city. And the, oh, they've, they've stood up to Omaha pretty well. To, as well, Miller South won it last year against Lincoln. I Miller South isn't even in the bracket this year, so yeah,
2: yeah that 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 fun. that's always an intriguing conversation with with Class A basketball on the girls' side, where you have Lincoln consistently competing for state titles, yeah. and on the boys' side, it's can you get to a final? Can yeah. you get to a semifinal? Can you get more than two into the state field? Right.
1: Yep. If you do see any other traffic problems out there that are
0: out of the ordinary, feel free to give us a call on the traffic hotline 402 479 1414. That's a look at your time saver traffic. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and friends on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, it's nine degrees in the capital city coming up during the 8 o'clock hour. We got
1: still some time for some uh, What Chapter Wednesdays. You got any more of those that uh, didn't
2: get through here during the first segment? Here's a question for you, by the way, came in from Eric and Lincoln as we were talking about state basketball. Asked if we are more worried about high number county plates going down one ways or through roundabouts. Uh, that's a good question. I just say head on a swivel at all times. That's a good question. And especially watch out for four and fifty-six county. Oh, really?
1: <laughs> I, I don't, Custer and Sherman. No, no idea. Okay, I don't. Pulling up to Mickey
4: D's just for drinks.
6: Terms supply. we get in ears. There are other slowdowns out there right now, all through the downtown area, as you would expect, over an O Street, all the way through
0: 9th and 10th. If you do see any other traffic problems out there that are out of. Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and friends on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Alright, it is 808 LNK today
1: with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Glad to have you back with us this February 28th, 2024. Hey, we got time for more what Chapter Ride Wednesdays. If you didn't get yours in, uh didn't get it, uh didn't get it in on time, might have been delayed a bit. Something new popped in your mind. Uh phone and text line are open. 402 479 1400 if I filibustered too much on my disdain for car seats that heat your <laughs> rear end and passed up uh, passed through the opportunity for you to get a word in edgewise, uh, then I am I am sorry about that as well. So four zero two four seven nine fourteen hundred. What chapshire hide Wednesday? We can keep those going if you'd like to, uh, or would uh, would like to jump into something else? We've got John Bishop coming up also in twenty 25- five minutes i've got a chaps that i haven't had a chance to get to okay and it's sort of related to one that we've done in the past but it's also a little different we have had we have had people uh we have had we have had people who have brought this up and i'm pretty sure i brought it up uh, which is uh water bottle bloat essentially that happens within the kitchens of Lincoln, Nebraska, and America probably at large. The quantity of water bottles we all have. i I just, I mean, it's not just the water bottles. It is everything. I need to, I want to have one day where I just have a purge in my kitchen, in my kitchen cabinets when it comes to random plastic glasses when it comes to uh just like oversized bowls that take up tons of room, I am becoming I think I am becoming radicalized as a kitchen minimalist <laughs> as i as I age because that's about all I am to the point where I want in my life I want enough plates I want one plate for everyone in the family maybe of two sizes I want. One cup for everyone in the family, right? And then we all just wash it when we're done, and we put it back, and it's ready for the next meal. Every maybe, meal, right away, right? And you know, maybe one cookie sheet, one big, uh, one big, like baking pan, uh-huh. one small baking pan, a square one, a rectangle one, right? Just kind of a like one of each. System. One, yes, one. Of, the amount of just like. The the kitchen, at least for us, and I don't know if you guys all have kitchens like this too, but the inefficiency, like if there was a ratio for space taken to times used for some of these items that we've got in there, <laughs> those things should be purged. If you're using it, if you're using it less than twice a year and it's taking up more than, you know... Six square six
2: cubic inches, then it's time. I then mean, it's
1: time to get to, to absolutely <laughs>
2: obliterate. That's gonna be a lot of cups. You like That's a lot you, of cups you, that are about to be gone. You
1: probably you probably don't have that because part of it is just over the years you accumulate these things. And especially when you have kids mm-hmm. that are growing up as part of it or you know, or or various things. So you may not you Caleb, you may not have experienced this like I have, but I think that you get to a time in, in life, maybe others have noticed this as well, I wasn't always like this, but man, the amount I crave minimalism now in uh-huh. terms of clutter. Yes. And I am not a, I am. I mean, ask anybody who knows me well, I am not a super clean person, right? My my Often my, my office has been, it's not as bad as it used to be, but has been thought of as... Uh, overly, overly messy, you know, or you know, my wife will definitely tell you I'm not. But, but my desire, at least within my home, to just downsize
2: every everything that's taking up room mm-hmm. is a, is incredible these days. Did you ever watch? I think it was on HGTV, Tiny Homes. Uh, I've heard of it. I know okay. what it is. I would watch the, just marathons of that, and that made me realize how much I would love, especially in a, for a kitchen environment. Yeah, those types of things. I know we have we have an entire shelf that is all glass cup, like glass cups, yes. drink drinking glasses. I might well, and then we've got another one that is like a bunch of brewery drinking glasses yes. that, that we've accumulated, and right. and like so, and then we've got another one that is all coffee mugs. Yes. Oh god,
1: the, the amount the, of coffee mugs we the have. The drinking
2: glass. If if I we think, could
1: start a the mill out of our <laughs> out of our kitchen with all the coffee mugs. The, that the we mill have. junior, right? And or scooters.
2: It, so so the amount of times that I actually use one of those drinking glasses is very is very low because I only use those if I'm making a mixed drink because I don't actually use drinking glasses. I have a water bottle that I use at home and a <laughs> water bottle that I have at work. And so if I'm drinking water, it's, I'm filling up my water bottle. That's with me on the couch. So you don't even need – That's with me. Like, I unless don't even you're use, having
1: a mixed drink, which is probably not that frequently, you literally don't use glasses? Correct. Like you,
2: like you're eating dinner. You have your water bottle with you. Yes, I've got my Gatorade water bottle with me. So, <laughs> as, as your daughter, the thing. as Is your it, daughter said, that's what the boys have. That's what
1: the boys. <laughs> that's what she told me in the middle school. In middle school, the girls have uh, the something like a Stanley or something like that, and the boys have the Gatorade water bottle. And everybody's got it. Like you're right. Do we even need cups as a society really anymore? Or at least do we need? Could we cut them down by eighty percent? Because everybody has got a beverage. I mean, look at me. I got my. <laughs> I mean, I've got my Yeti coffee mug here. Like, I'm no use better than uh, anybody. Else. But we definitely, we just the need is different right now. And like the other day, I was washing. I was emptying the dishwasher and trying to jam, trying to get all of those glass cups in on that one shelf where they all belong, mm-hmm. right? And just sort of rearranging and trying to get it. One fell out and broke. And you know what? I was
2: thrilled. Yes, it's I gone loved now. It. That I space was so is so I was so glad that that happened. So uh, for for Oh, I, like, I was pissed cuz I had to clean it up first. Well, but, the, yeah, yeah, there's always that. For plates, we have like six kind of just plastic plates that I brought with me from from my bachelor oh, era. Yeah,
1: the, the bachelor pad where i
2: am just like whatever, they're, they're these like plastic plates. Right. But then also I had a couple of glass plates. Megan brought a couple of like we we got a couple. So we have like this stack of glass plates random that does not get touched. Yeah. We we will just cycle through those pla- Is like I'm gonna make a dinner. All right, we're we're getting out those I plastic mean, plates. Honestly, it might have been the one
1: thing I did did that I'd like to go back to about my my days as a bachelor, uh, when I had an apartment with another male roommate and you know, I mean probably some other guys were like this right you had like you said plastic plates right that you probably bought at walmart or something yep. I- where exactly. it was like 50 cents a plate you, you had that you had probably a cupboard that was full of cups from like nebraska football games <laughs> yes, they, they were <laughs> all guess, the, the, right? they were all souvenir cups right. you have all you have m- all souvenir <laughs> cups Probably and then or, probably like, or some, like
2: stolen from a bar. Or or I was going to say like a beer,
1: <laughs> right? Or like like a beer logo on it, basically. And then like, uh, and then you know three or four mismatched forks, that kind of thing. Three
2: or four. I'm saying everyone in the apartment had their own set of one fork, one spoon, one knife. Okay, that's what you had. There you Are go. Are we just pining for just living in an apartment with uh, dudes because we knew we didn't now, need a lot? Here's the difference when I. When I lived in there, like I
1: didn't, I made, di- I made food very differently too. Right. Okay.
2: That's the other part. In, in like, all of that. We
1: had one of those, oh my gosh, I, can't, I still can't believe we used this this much, but we had one of those tiny George Foreman grills. <laughs> where they were so popular. I, at I that went point. to
2: college with that. Yeah. He was so, yeah. 20,
1: like, but I would make, I still
2: can't even believe this. I
1: would make like a chicken breast on that thing. And I can't believe that thing was cooked through. I would do burgers There's on nowhere. There. Bert, yeah, do burgers on, and then you had the little grease you know, bath underneath it. None of us cleaned
2: the, that the- correctly. Oh
0: god, that was so- none yes, of that it was, was like ever
1: cleaned The right. grease drip deal, and they had the plastic things that you were supposed to clean out all the little nooks and crannies within there. But we used that George Foreman girl so much. When I first it was so
2: gross. When I first moved here, took this job. So yeah. like you guys knew me, 2019. Megan, Megan comes to visit is several months before she moved here. What's on my counter? Just piles of Red Baron pizza boxes, baby. <laughs> there was no thought process into That's what right. I was eating. Right. I didn't have to go, okay, what, what are we making? What, what's on the menu? Okay, we're going to do this for, for lunch Tuesday, this for supper Tuesday, this Wednesday. What does Millie need to eat? It was, guys, I can go right. get a pizza for a couple bucks. Right. I'm going to pop that in and we're going to eat Frozen pizzas. <laughs> Even when my wife and
1: I were first married, frozen pizzas were huge. Uh, mac and cheese, mac and cheese was a huge go-to. Mm-hmm. When when Kraft came out with the Easy Macs that you could ju- that you know, they're mainly most people know of them because they give them to their kids because they won't eat anything else. But for me, in about 2001, that was a game changer as well to have the Easy Macs that came out as well. Those were a little bit more expensive.
2: Minute Rice,
1: Minute Rice, yep. Ramen, <laughs> ramen of course the the ramen that cost 19 cents at the grocery store. That, now with, there's a. With
2: was, 200% sodium. That's
1: when grocery stores had their prices right. When you could get that entire big thing of the dry chicken ramen noodles, and the, the, like that whole stack of them that you could take out of there for like. Where's my pallet of ramen? It was like.
0: <laughs> that was ridiculous. The golden
1: age. And you know what we didn't have? We, I don't think we had it. In my, my bachelor kitchen. I don't even think we had any Tupperware. Did you have any Tupperware? Oh, God. Now that makes like, me think... What did you do with leftovers? Or, or, there were no leftovers, There usually. were no leftovers? Yeah, there were no leftovers, really.
2: I was I was 26 years old. Yeah. I was eating all of it. What do you mean,
1: leftovers? Yes. God, the, the Tupperware... I, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do to... Aim and control my Tupperware situation. It's probably why I'm not a CEO here at this point in my life. But instead, I'm uh, I'm I'm a worker, not a manager, because the, I, I cannot manage that situation with my Tupperware. And I try and i do think i bring initiatives up that i'm going to change everything every every couple of months i have a huge tupperware initiative like we're going to we're going to get rid of everything that is not that's an incomplete set mm-hmm. of a container or a lid or i'm going to totally change the way that they're organized or i'm just going to buy a new set i'll try something new every you know 2 to 3 times a year and it'll never
2: work i can't i can't get a policy that works I thought I had instituted change. Really? On this, I thought I had I true remember, change. I remember talking, you thought, I thought had we had come true change, true because we generational went through, Tupperware change. We threw everything out. You, that's a except, great feeling. Except we had what, like everything, kind of like looked the same. It was basically a set. And then I went and got one more of that set. So I went. We have plenty. They all stacked together. Oh, it's all such of the, a good feeling. And we got a little divider for all the lids. Yes. It was, hey, oh, that, that's a fun thought. Oh. That's a fun thought. Everything went now. The lids still go there. Everything's great. All my stuff still stacks. But you know what? I can't plan on my wife being in Target and going, That's a cute little set of bowls. And they all have their lids. Well, guess what? She gets those. Yeah, sure. It's only three or four little bowls. And they're cute and colorful and red and green and whatever. Where the heck are they supposed to stack with the rest of my uh, system? Yeah. Where are those lids now then, supposed to go? And then let me guess, and then you start, they don't have a place that they stack, so you just throw them
1: in there. They just go kind of on top? And then that starts happening with the Tupperware. <laughs> and the Tupperware lids, yes? Is that the next step with that? Just and then, everything and then is then it's now a mess chaos. up there. And once again, your policy failed. Their, your policy failed. Those of you who have done this... I commend you, you should be leading our companies in government if you have for a period of an extended time kept your Tupperware situation under control because again if i were the if i if i if I governed this city or state or country like I govern my Tupperware situation,
2: we'd actually have the
1: purge once a year
2: uh Keith n in. I recently did the cup purge you're talking about. Yes. Got so tired of searching for room when emptying the dishwasher. Yes, like 15 tall Husker plastic cups from football and volleyball games. My chap, stop giving insulated steel cups as gifts. They also take over cupboards because you can't stack them. We, there was probably five of those given within my family for
1: Christmas this year, too. It's like we can't quit. It's like nobody can quit. It's like, either. oh, you
2: know what would be a really good gift? Okay, we're going to. We're gonna put together. You know we're gonna put together needs? this basket, Nobody, this basket, yep. and it's gonna have some hot cocoa. It's gonna have uh, maybe we'll throw in a DVD. Right, maybe right. maybe we'll, we'll. If this was like ten years ago, I guess. Uh, but you throw in some marshmallows and a snack, a gift and, card, and, here's, and guess what? Well, they have that hot chocolate. We gotta get them. Gotta get them. to get them the cup, the mugs to go yep, with it. Gotta get a mug, right, to go with it. No. And then they get home with those mugs, and they go, "What do I do the, with this?" The bigger
1: gift you could give us is never giving us drinkware. <laughs> and then you know what you go, You know what you do, Caleb. You go. You know you go to some event or something, right? We have a lot of events that we go to, and they think they're giving an, and they it, they mean well, like a nice parting gift. We're going to give you, uh, uh, or your bank, right?
2: Or somewhere. Thanks for signing up. Give, a, thanks
1: for signing up for this. Channel. How about how about a travel coffee mug? No. I will withdraw every cent
2: from you unless you keep that travel coffee mug. Here's the gift you can actually give me. You can take one of the cups out of my cup. That's a great gift. <laughs> Just walk up, pick your favorite, have it, and leave. Give me that $1. fifty t t-shirt, and I will give you Two cups from my cupboard. Thanks for the business. We we are an over weared society. We've got a problem. I'm never we having have got a huge problem right now in America. I'm never having a party in my house where I need thirty six cups in use at Listen, one single time. That's
0: a great
1: point. That's a great point. You could take the entire crowd at a Husker football game and bring them to my house for a post game party. Guess what? Nope. Everybody's going to have a cup, I promise.
2: No sharing and there's some left hey, over.
1: if we ever need to have 237 people over to have a glass of wine in our house, we are covered.
2: Why? I have no idea. Oh my God, that's... Wine glasses. Why wine... <laughs> Guys, it's my wife and me at home and we're not having people over for wine. Right. Why do we need right. that many wine right. <laughs> right. We've got eight champagne flutes. Why? No idea. <laughs> Be, we, 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 besides besides uh, the glass I use when I do drink wine, I got from a brewery. All right? And that's the other thing. You go-
4: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.
5: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
6: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. 46. Tonight, not as cold, mostly clear. 26, the overnight low. And then for Thursday,
0: windy and milder with a high around 60. From the 1011 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Brett Anderson. He's been talking Huskers on the Nebraska airwaves for nearly three decades. It's old-timers day on the radio dial with former KLIN morning show sidekick, John Bishop.
1: All right, time for our weekly visit with uh, with John Bishop. Ten degrees in the capital city. Good morning, John. How are you doing? Better. Better.
2: I'm surprised you didn't call him St. John. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> i
1: don't that's get the one. joke that's a good one st yeah. john st john st john's yeah the uh, guy yeah. in an all-white suit get it
7: um <laughs> anyway uh Wow, you know, you guys get real cocky. Yeah. yeah. How soon we forget 89 to 60. Yeah, I, I kind of have
1: forgotten that. Seems that was like, like three years season. ago. What are you talking seems about? seems like a totally different season to me now. Yeah, hey, you guys always living in the past. Here, yeah, that's one, <laughs> definitely one thing Nebraska basketball fans do. Yep. <laughs> definitely take all the glories of the past and surround us with themselves to warm us and keep us happy. Uh let me ask you a question based on the last conversation Caleb and I had. I'm curious. Would you say, this is completely off topic. Uh, do you, would you say you have got not enough, uh, just right, or way too many uh, cups and other drinkware in your, in your home? Way too many. <laughs> okay, good. You're on the same page. Oh, way, oh, way, way. Everyone way too in many. America has this. Uh, the the or everybody that we're talking to, it seems like has this this problem. and I get. By the way, I get. It, it's a you know first world type problem situation here. But it is a weird thing that just accumulates and accumulates and accumulates, and it never goes down. It only goes no. up. No, it doesn't.
7: The only way it goes down is if those you know cups you got from whatever sporting event you attended. 30 years ago have faded to the point where you can't even recognize the print yes. on the outside. Thus they become basically just plain white plastic cups. I actually went through the other part of it too. And this is something that's developed over the years, as you get older, maybe your tastes change a little bit. You find yourself drinking a little more wine. So you end up going to these wine fests and other things. Well, what do they do? Give you? A, they, uh, yep. They, they give you. They give a you a wine glass, and it's like I can't throw this away. This is actual glass, <laughs> and, and and so I, you know, our cupboard is divided almost in half. One side. Is all the wine goblets and yes. goofy, you know, stuff like that, and then the other side is the so-called regular cups. And I would say at least twenty-five percent of what is in the both of those cupboards are things that were got from either a wine fest or a right. sporting event,
1: right? I think so many people find themselves in the position, they're at the wedding celebration where uh, Jesus turned water into wine and the whole neighborhood came over for wine. We'd all have enough glasses for it right? We, we would all be oh, able, yeah. to, everyone would be totally fine. There would not be a problem as long as the water into wine was taken care it's of. It's
2: basically the fish and the bread situation. Yeah, b- basically, but the, yes, but that's what I've got the multiplication. Like I
1: swear the cups multiply. <laughs> they they multiply. Could we do, could we do something, I
7: mean, and, and it's always a great fundraiser, a lot of different charitable organizations do this, where they do coat drives, yes. you know, people, could we, I mean, maybe, Somewhere there is a glass shortage. Maybe or a drinkware cup shortage. Right. Somewhere out there someone is we could maybe do something like that so we can
1: Seriously. share more of these drinkwares. Is there a need people. somewhere for that? If so, yes, we I'd, should tackle that.
2: I don't know that there's necessarily that, but I know for the 3 of us in just over a month, we can just take all our drinkware to uh the broadcast house booth at mother of all garage sales that's true we could have a that's hey, true if you want more you can come oh. by yeah, ours. the
1: prices are going to be really low though i have a feeling you're not making much off of buy one get ten that. free yeah i don't know it, so so the mother of all garage sales is still a yeah, thing yeah you know? john it is it's still come, rocking you ought to come do a shift this year that'd be good uh,
7: like for you know, time you know so. who has never done a shift at the mother of all garage yes sales. i do yes Thank you, Creighton Baseball. You've know, <laughs> you bailed me out so many times. Do
1: you know who's done 17 of them? Looking for his 18th?
2: Um, yes.
7: Probably St. John. I don't yes. know. He yeah. is um,
2: 17 going.
7: Yeah, <laughs> uh, You know what? Actually, that's a great idea. Instead of just doing a booth to sell them, we should just have a card table. Well, it's going to have to be bigger than a card table. Probably one of those tables <laughs> that the wrestlers always throw themselves through. And, and get a couple of those and just have it at the entrance. Right, and and it'd be nicely designed and say, free drinkware. Take what you want.
2: Yes, I will actually give you free admission if you take one. Right, take one, and I'm letting you in for free. Here's
1: the problem. What do you usually do with stuff like that in Lincoln? If you've got it, and you you put, what do you do? You put it out on the road with a sign that says free on it. And virtually everything. My experience with this, John, is there's very little you can put out there that won't be taken by someone. I've never tried it with drinkware. I'm tempted to try, though. It might be worth it. With a little, like you said, like a little card table, just right next to the mailbox, right? Take as yep. many as you yep. want. Take what you want, <laughs> and we'll see if anybody takes that. I mean, people will do it with all kinds of other things. Like a
2: little free pantry, a little free library.
1: Yeah. Here's, here Take what you want. Here's what you
2: need. Keep what you want, right? Please
1: exactly. don't, don't no, replenish I, the stock. I, I,
7: I agree, I mean, and who knows I mean you might have something rare and valuable that someone else wants
1: what's the uh, oldest uh what's the oldest plastic uh souvenir cup that you've got at your house? Oh
7: boy Do that's you know? a good
1: one that's a good one um I don't have many old ones anymore. they've all gotten that we actually well, use
7: yeah, I mean there's a uh, I'm sure there's one from a football game from fifteen years ago that's around here somewhere.
1: So the, um, John do you remember, I, I, do you remember the old pops in the stadium that they were in the they weren't in the the huge size souvenir cups they are now. Yeah, it was like, more a t- like a sixteen ounce, a, a sixteen cup and or maybe twenty ounce plastic. And it was, smaller cup, and the,
7: and, and we and we were too cheap for lids. Yes, yeah, so, so we put just the cellophane. so we just put a piece of cellophane <laughs> yes. over the top, and that's how we sold sodas at <laughs> Memorial Stadium. And
1: like I would, yeah, you'd rip that cellophane off the top to make sure there weren't any bugs flying in or anything. They had, yep, they had the red ones and the white ones. I can still see those. Like we, we had, had a ton, a ton of, those. of those
7: back in the day. I yes. mean, we we I mean they. They were stacked up and they were, you know, they were really cool because it was that year's schedule and yep. all the cartoon drawings of the other teams. And
1: they would fade yeah. quick, though. I also. Remember yeah, they that. would. That, that, In that, the dishwasher, that was they, they would ahead. fade quickly. But I, yeah, I remember as a kid, this is probably where it started. I would on the way out. I would grab a bunch of them. I would stack them up, which is kind of gross in He's retrospect. Taking other people's sure. yeah, cups. You, people did this, and you go home and you'd wash them. Of course, I mean it's no different than strangers coming in your house for dinner and drinking out of a cup, and and you yeah. washing it. So then you'd have an entire cupboard of just those. I like mean, it's a little different. tons of people had those cupboards. <laughs> Tons of people had those cupboards, and so I'm I sure maybe, somebody out started.
7: there, if they were smart, they were able to, you know, get some clear coat or something to to put over it so that the stuff didn't fade. And there might be some pristine ones out there that I would like to see again I, because I, I can a, see them all in my mind's eye.
1: I have a cup from the ninety uh, the oh, ninety after the ninety five season. Oh uh, no, it would have been the other one, the Orange Bowl when Nebraska beat Miami. A friend of mine went to the game and he brought me back a cup that was sold at that game. So I have that unused. That's been preserved. So I do have that.
7: Uh, so that's nice. Was it an actual
1: orange bowl cup, or yeah, was it a? It's an orange bowl cup, and then I think it had the teams on it too. So wow. it was made special special Ooh. for that. So I do, I do have that. And then the other weird memorabilia that I've got that used to be a thing is my grandma gave me a bunch of these. So these are from like the seventies, but they always had commemorative Coke bottles, like pop bottles related yeah. to the team. So I've got like five. Random Nebraska Coke bottles that they used to have, wow. which
7: are kind of cool, too. Glass ones. Yeah, I've got a Dale Earnhardt one I'm looking at right now. Yeah, yeah. But so. it's still filled with Coke. I wonder I wonder how that Coke tastes right oh, now. Oh,
1: gross. <laughs> well, wow, you left it filled. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, tastes, yeah. It never got opened. Probably it's, tastes about like the bag good. of Weavers that I have still <laughs> sitting in my uh,
2: yeah.
1: unopened bag of Weavers. Uh, yeah.
2: I've got a commemorative Tom Osborne mug from the 90s. Oh, do you? From my uh, a mug. My my grandparents had it. Okay, so I got I got that from their house a That's few months nice. ago. That's yeah,
7: nice. there's so much of that stuff going around. I mean, anyone who's been to a football game has probably gotten themselves a souvenir cup. Yeah,
1: it's just time to think. It's probably just time, maybe just for a moratorium for the whole state, maybe country, just on. You know, no giving away cups with a bank account, right? No yeah, yeah. no giving away cup for being a donor to public television or something. None of those things. We got to... Until we can really start to control these numbers. Here's what I'm well, had, mad they had that I Well, the other problem
7: to- is coffee mugs, too. We got a ton of coffee mugs. Yeah. yeah. Any yep. kind of drink receptacle.
2: Here's what I'm mad that I tore off when I went to, when they'd reopened the like Pinnacle Bank Arena to some fans, and I got a souvenir cup, and they put a sticker on there that said, no free refills, because it was, <laughs> it was like right after the COVID year, so they weren't doing free refills. That makes it an extra commemorative souvenir cup. That's right. That they're not using those stickers anymore. That's
1: true. That's true.
2: <laughs> All right. Enough of
1: it. Uh, I'm sure there's some people I can just see it now in the car like stop talking about drinkware. You guys have done too long, so that's fine. <laughs> we can, we can uh, stop talking about
2: drinkware. <laughs> uh, Tom says, please, God, no more koozies.
1: Oh, koozies oh, are an issue, too. That's oh, that's another I one. I hate those. Yeah, I got a drawer. <laughs> They're in my junk drawer, which everybody's got the drunk drawer as well, and for some reason, I put the koozies in there, and I've got them for every golf tournament that I've ever been and, in and or you, any. And you know what
7: the deal is? I don't like using koozies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really like. They don't really do anything for me. Oh, keep your hands dry. Well, so what? I mean, I'm drinking a, I'm drinking a beer. I'm drinking a soda, whatever. I mean, it, no, I'm not a big koozie. I've never been a big fan of using koozies.
1: Uh yeah is is the purpose of a koozie to keep the drink cold or keep your hands dry I guess I don't even know I yes. assume to drink your
7: you I think it's both but I don't think it does a
1: very good job they used to only especially have,
7: most koozies these days are so thin yeah it's now like, you thin.
1: Know, used to have the thick foamy ones right that that, that were more right, common but right. now they're all more like little
2: tight jackets yeah yeah now they're
7: more
1: like
2: uh, the new baseball jerseys. who yeah, the new baseball yes you pants. can see through them now who sent that picture vintage heights Heidi.
1: Yes, yeah, she sent the old Devaney Center. I mean, I know exactly what this is by looking at. it. So Devaney Center, Nebraska basketball cups, or the cups that they serve there, and it's the exact ones that John and I were talking about. That were about sixteen ounces. Yep. They were little flat segments on each side, right, John? You know what I mean? Yep. Like it was yep. flat, and then the top. But this had script Nebraska, and then a picture of a De- the Devaney Center. I bet they used those cups there for man fifteen years at least. At least. Oh yeah, I yeah. Because I, I mean, completely.
7: I you know I can see those same cups because yep. that was back in the day when we were going to a lot of indoor track meets, and so they yep. use the same thing. And I'd always look at that cup, going, "Damn, I'd really like to go over and watch the basketball game instead of watching track and field."
2: Yeah. And the other side of that cup's got a Memorial Stadium on it. Okay, so it was okay, so that was one they
1: probably used the both of them.
2: Got it. Got it.
7: I didn't even remember that part. It, well, I know what exactly
1: it looks like then.
7: And they thought Bob Devaney was behind the times. He was next level thinking, my friends. Right. Putting exactly. it on, just saying, hey, we can use them for both.
1: Exactly. Very good. Uh, all right. Uh, so d- is there, wh- where do you see Nebraska right now? Like they're not in, 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 right? There's still a scenario where, not a likely scenario, but a scenario where if everything fell apart, it wouldn't happen, right? Or is it over? Do you think they're in now? No matter what, um, I
7: think one more win Thursday would one, definitely. One more win, I'll, I'll be willing to go there. Any I won't go win? there because because given the last three teams, I mean those would be bad losses. Um, but I think one more win and you can pretty much put a bow on it because you know you got to remember a lot of these a lot of these bubble teams. Yeah, you're going to get a couple that'll have a nice little run here at the end of the season, but most of them. Are going to trickle and fade away. Yeah. So uh, you know, Nebraska's put themselves in a great spot with this last month to you know really lock themselves in. I'm looking at our buddy Bart today, and you know they're above eighty four percent, eighty three, eighty four percent getting in the tournament right now. So, I, I yeah, I, I think one more win. It feels a lot. Uh, I, I, I'll be willing to go there with one more win,
1: especially if it's Thursday, if they would win because that. Oh, sure. Yeah. That'll be a yeah. Quad one win if they beat yes. Ohio State now. Yeah. Um, I'm a little worried about that game, to be frank, with how well Ohio State is playing here at this point. But yeah, that will. I think if they win tomorrow night, I think you can start the celebration. Uh, I don't think there's any way that they can play themselves out of it if they win that one. Uh I think I agree with you on the rest of it, but for sure that one definitely. Uh, so it'll be fascinating. You know what's going to be weird, John? I'm I'm sure you've thought about this too or talked about it as well. There's been some discussion about whether Nebraska could end up in Omaha, and that's definitely possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably don't want. You probably need to stay off that eight nine line though, if you want that to happen, because you would more likely. Do do is it your thought too that it, they probably would have to get matched up against like Kansas or Iowa State for that to happen probably or are there yeah, other scenarios yeah. where that not Yeah um
7: and, and you know Kansas has been hitting the skids here They lost uh, last they, night they again. Lost last night. Um and they're they're net, they're down to 17th now in the net. So um yeah I, I probably uh to me I think the thing to root for more than anything else is matchups. Yeah. Um and and I think either being on the ten or the seven line is better because then if you're an eight nine, you know, you're not you're not going to face a likely number one unless you end up, you know, matched up in the same bracket as Purdue and we know what they do in first round games as a number (laughs) one seed. That's
1: true. That's true. But they won't I'm sure they won't do that though, but yeah, you're right. No, but
7: but yeah, I so I think yeah, that's 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 where really, you know, stacking up these wins is really nice because if nebraska wins these last 3 which i think is very possible or at least has a strong possibility of happening uh with thursday being the, the biggest uh the what if and then you know that means you're going to get the double bye you get another win in the conference tournament i think that's when nebraska jumps into that seven conversation right right and i think that's the best case scenario right now because you know you don't want to while i said a minute ago that one more win I would feel comfortable saying that they're in. You don't want to go one and two and then find yourselves, you know, kind of backsliding just a little bit. So I think right now the best scenario, you win these last three, get a win in the conference tournament. I think you have a realistic opportunity of being a seven seed or at least being in that conversation. And then, you know, you're set up pretty well. Um, or at least better than you would as an eight nine.
1: Right now, the seven seeds are, according to Bart, at least uh, yeah. Dayton, Dayton, Texas, Boise State, and Mississippi State. Mississippi State, who lost last night, Texas, who won last night. So they're actually bumping up a little bit. But that's that's where you're at right right now. Um, so as opposed to the ten seed, where Nebraska's at, still Nebraska, South Carolina, Colorado State, Seton Hall. But man, John, you look at these like six to eleven. That whole chunk of six to eleven, it all feels about the same, doesn't it? Yes. It, just in terms of what potential first round matchups could be.
7: Oh, absolutely, yeah, and and it's always that way. It is. Yeah. I mean, you know, the difference between a six seed and an eleven seed is. Probably just a couple of games, really. Right. Um, and, I mean, and it's usually well placed games, you know, like the sixth seed has probably knocked off somebody in the top 10. You know, an 11 seed is, you know, probably got a losing record against quad one, but it's just not, there's not a huge difference. And that's, that's why this tournament has always worked so well because it, it just creates these great matchups and, you know, you get these sometimes oddball results, you know, the, the, the teams that are usually in the top three seeds. Yeah, those are really, really, really solid teams, um, but below that, yeah, you know, it's it. There's not a huge difference. I
1: think, I think fours are still kind of scary. That's Iowa State, Baylor, Kentucky, and BYU. Yeah. But by the time you get to five, you got Clemson and Wisconsin in there. I mean, Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, and again, these are projections, so it might not go that way. But five and lower, I mean, Michigan State's in the si- on the sixth line still, right? Correct. I, I mean, maybe it's just familiarity there at some point, but that does not. You don't look at that. I mean, there's just a handful of maybe twelve teams right now that are like legitimately like, man, how could you, how could you ever beat them? Which is a little ridiculous to say because Nebraska and other teams have beaten them. But on a neutral floor, you know, you get it. But I guess that's that's the fun of the NCAA tournament, right? And yep. and, and you saw with Creighton last year too in their run.
7: Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, uh, I, I would not have classified UConn last year as one of those elite teams. Yeah. And they ended up winning the tournament. So, uh, you know, even the difference between those elite teams, which right now you'd look at Houston and Purdue and UConn, um, you know, maybe Tennessee uh, as those elite teams right now. But, you know, last year's champion didn't come from that group. So it's it's I think this is going to be a really, really fun year. Um, because I think you can throw a blanket over a lot of teams and say, "Well, these these all these all have a shot," and then you, you then you got teams like Nebraska who are kind of coming in with a little house money and playing really well, and they could screw up somebody's you know bracket real fast. Yeah. Uh, and 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 there's other stories out there, I'm sure, like Nebraska's. That's uh, that you know Seton Hall, who Creighton plays tonight. That's a team that wasn't supposed to do anything this right. year. They were picked tenth in in the league and and they're playing out of their minds right now and they're they're looking at a a buy in the Big East tournament. So, yeah, there's a lot of good stories out there and and I think this year's going to provide more of them, which is why this conversation about expanding the tournament is the dumbest thing ever.
1: But uh, nobody's even asking for that. So that's not well, it seems yeah, like a straw I mean, man. nobody nobody nobody
7: A good fan isn't asking for it, but unfortunately, you got people in administration thinking there's no
1: fans because we
7: don't have any access. Yeah, right. You don't have any access. Get
1: out of here. Well, by the way, I'll leave. I'll leave you on this as it stands right now in Nebraska and the projection that I'm looking at here, a ten seed, one of the seven seeds, Texas. How would that be? How would that be for a fun first round matchup, Nebraska versus Texas in like Memphis or something like that. Uh, be I'm fun. trying to
7: think are, are there any Texas There's no Texas First round sites This year right
1: I don't think so No
7: Memphis Nebraska you know Got mashed up with Baylor 10 years ago In That's Texas right.
1: That's right No I don't believe There are any in, Well no yeah, I'm sure I don't believe There are not are. Memphis would be The closest Atlanta's down there That's one I believe Put so. that
2: game in Omaha
1: oh man (laughs) that'd be great and then match the seven well you probably couldn't have kansas down there then so that probably wouldn't happen because they'd be in the same conference so i don't know we'll have to do some work to figure out how that's gonna work
7: 46 tonight not as cold mostly clear 26 the overnight low and then for thursday windy and milder with a high around
0: 60 from the 10 11 weather center i'm meteorologist brett anderson You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1,499.3 KLIN. All right, that is it, guys. Great uh, great time today. Had a whole lot of fun.
1: Sorry about the extended drinkware talk, but man, I think you guys can... Most of you guys can relate on that one,
2: at least from the text that we're getting. Not sorry about seeing the 1993 Class B District Baseball Cup (laughs) from Gene. They made a souvenir cup for a district baseball tournament? It's Beatrice. They're funky Uh, down there. Yeah, it's true. I know. (laughs) I know that as well as anyone.
1: All right. That's it for the show tomorrow.